I was really trying to make sure it felt like a real story about a real kid. If they know who Pedro Martinez is, they know him as this all-star Hall of Fame superstar baseball player. But I really wanted to try to try to dig past all that to, to who he was when he was a kid and just what what his life was like and what he wanted and what his dreams were. Welcome to The Yarn, a Backpack Media production. I'm Colby Sharp, and I'm pretty stoked to be sharing with you the third episode in our new series, The Unraveler. In each episode, a book creator will take listeners inside one of their books, their inspirations, process, hopes and fears, frustrations, triumphs, epiphanies, the whole thing pulled apart and laid bare. Unraveled. Matt Tavares and I sat down in a meeting room at the Hilton Garden Inn during NCTE to talk about his book, Growing Up Pedro. In this episode, he shares when he first got the idea to write Growing Up Pedro and how the book shifted from a book about a Red Sox pitcher that won the World Series to a book about brotherhood. We're giving away the signed copy of Growing Up Pedro that Matt reads from in this episode. To enter the giveaway, visit us at bkpk.media. It's time to unravel Growing Up Pedro. My name is Matt Tavares, and I'm the author-illustrator of Growing Up Pedro with Candlewick Press. I first got the initial idea for Growing Up Pedro. I remember specifically when it was, because it was this awesome day in January of 2012 when um, I actually got to meet Pedro, when I was signing books at a fundraiser for the Jimmy Fund, which um, raises money for, for... for cancer research, um, and he was there signing autographs. So I got to meet him beforehand, and he was really nice, and he played with my kids, and um, it was cool. As a Red Sox fan who had you know watched him play so many times, driving home from that event, it was really the first time I would thought about Pedro, not just as this player who I got to watch play recently for the Red Sox, but really as this really one of the all-time great pitchers who's ever played. And, um, and I just started thinking more and more about just how awesome that was to be at Fenway Park when Pedro was pitching and how much fun it would be to try to capture that in a book. Well, when I first wrote Growing Up Pedro, it was really more about him overcoming obstacles and ultimately giving back to his hometown. So it was about you know, him, just the poverty of his childhood and being too small. And um, when I first got feedback from my editor, Katie Cunningham at Candlewick, um, her main response was that she thought this book should be about brotherhood, that when she read it, that was the part that really felt special to her, where the rest of it was still certainly going to be part of the story. But she asked me to try to just read through the story and think about that and try to bring that out a little more in the text. So ultimately, it it really became a story of these two brothers, Pedro, the little brother, and Ramon, the big brother, who was really the baseball star of the family. And Pedro just idolized his big brother and wanted to be as good as him and, you know, be on the same field playing baseball with him. So that's really how it changed um, in the end. And it was really just about, about brotherhood. 
once I had it in my head, I wanted the story to be about brotherhood. Just going through all my all my notes and interviews, I found this this great quote from Ramon, Pedro's older brother, where he said he was talking about when he started playing ball. Pedro always would tag along, and he would want to be out there on the field with Ramon. And Ramon, you know, told him he couldn't because he was too little. And that was really the the image that that started the whole story for me because there we saw Pedro not as this great baseball player, but just as a little kid who wants to play with his big brother, who I think kids reading the book, a lot of kids can relate to that, whether they're a younger sibling or just, you know, anyone, anyone has that. At some point in childhood, you want to be playing with the bigger kids and you want to be older. So that's really the first image I had just of Pedro sitting there, kind of pouting, watching, watching Ramon uh, playing. In my early drafts, the story ended with the Red Sox winning the World Series in 2004, which for me, like, of course, that's the end of the story because it was so awesome and it was like the pinnacle of Pedro's baseball life. But once, you know, this story became about Pedro and Ramon, that ending didn't really make any sense because Ramon had already retired from baseball a few years earlier. Um, And I kind of realized the ending of the story should be 1999 when they were on the Red Sox together and they both helped beat the Indians in the playoffs. And then they were back home in the Dominican Republic celebrating at the end of that season. That really, that felt like the end. You know, if you go back to the beginning when Pedro was this little kid dreaming of playing baseball with his brother, um, if that's the beginning of my story, then the end has to be when they're playing together and they just had this great experience in the big leagues. I work at home. I have a studio. It's just two rooms in my house. And um, for a typical day, I'll you know, get the kids ready. And once the kids are off to school, I'll just go into my studio and close the door and really treat it like I've gone to work. Um, gotten pretty good about separating being home and being at work. And, um, and depending on which part of the process, you know, I'll just sit. If I'm working on final art, I'll just get right to my drawing table and dive right in. Um, after, you know, usually wasting some time on Twitter and Facebook and that stuff. But, uh, um, yeah, so I'm just pretty much by myself all day and I treat it like, you know, I'll take a break for lunch and get right back and, um, stop at dinner time, five five thirty, And then usually I'll, if I'm feeling awake enough, I'll get a couple hours in at night, depending on which part of the process I am at and where I am with my deadline, you know, I'll, spend a couple hours from 9.30 till 11.30 or 12, getting back to painting or whatever I'm working on. That's, that's pretty a, much a typical day. My hope for any book is that um, it lasts and that people enjoy it. I mean, every now and then I'll, I'll hear from, from people, librarians and teachers. Just yesterday I got an email from a librarian who had this just amazing story of this kid, one of her students, she said he was a struggling student and he stood up in class and was holding Growing Up Pedro and told his class that it was the best book he had ever read and he was telling them all about it and how it connected to his life and, um, and that they should all read it. And he wanted to read my other books, but you know, she said they didn't have any of my other books yet, but they were gonna get them and like, that's like, I mean, that's my hope for any book. Like, that's, 
it's so amazing to hear something like that. And I wrote back and, um, and then she wrote again saying she shared my response with him and he couldn't believe that I responded. And it was like, it's such a cool thing to be able to, to have that connection. You know, I'm sitting here by myself making these books and it's just because it's something I'm passionate about and I care about. But you don't know if anyone else is going to connect with it. You, you hope they will. But um, I guess that's my hope for any of my books, just that that happens to a bunch of people and, and that it lasts, that you know, 10 years from now this book is still around and 20 years maybe. Um, that's, that's what I hope for. And now Matt Tavares reads from Growing Up Pedro. The Dominican Republic, 1981. One sunny day in the village of Mano Guayabo, Pedro Martinez sits in the shade and watches the older boys play. He wants to play too, but his big brother Ramon says he is too little. The boys are using a hard ball, and Ramon says it's too dangerous. Pedro is mad, but he knows Ramon is just looking out for him. Ramon is always looking out for Pedro. Despite his anger, Pedro watches Ramon pitch. He is the greatest pitcher Pedro has ever seen. Thank you for listening to The Yarn. If you have any ideas for an episode or a season of The Yarn, send us an email, theyarn at bkpk.media. We'll be back towards the end of January with episodes of The Unraveler featuring Selena Yoon, Gary Smith, and Rebecca Stead.